This podcast is brought to you by jewishpodcasts.org. Start your very own podcast today at jewishpodcasts.org. Okay, I want to thank Rabbi Shabtai for giving me the opportunity to speak and learn and grow with you each and every week. Um, I wanted to resume our regularly scheduled program of the Nesiva Shalom, the Halakha Slana Mareba, and, uh, and to learn a piece on Parshas Vayikra. And, uh, and it's a good reminder, it's something that although I'm preaching to the choir, the Halakha Yidin on this uh, men's kolel, don't necessarily need to be reminded of it on a regular basis, but we all could use reminding of some of the things that are most obvious to us as the... Uh, the Ramchal says in the Nesilas Yisharim that some of the most obvious things, some of those things that we're most familiar with, uh, could use reminding on a regular basis in order to inculcate and turn, you know, integrate into our lives. So if you'll take a look at the handout that's in front of you, page Yudches, we know that uh, the part, the beginning of the parsha opens up, of course, uh, with Hakadosh Baruch Hu giving Moshe numerous instructions as they, as they pertain to the Karbanos. We'll take a look at the bottom of page Yudches. Moshe ve'davishem elav. Right away, from the very beginning, from the very outset, HaKadosh Baruch Hu tells Moshe that we need to bring karbanos from ourselves to Hashem. The first thing is the, is the discussion, the topic of the karbanos. And within the karbanos, not only are there rules and regulations, parameters, protocols that pertain to the bringing of those karbanos specifically, but there is much that is included that is embedded within the avoda, the service of the karbanos that we can apply to our lives as well. The ultimate uh, fundamental principle of all karbanos is that at the end of the day, we have to give of ourselves, we have to sacrifice of ourselves to the Rebonus of Olam whether it's through formal karbonos or whether it's through the actions, the behaviors, the manner in which we conduct ourselves. It's also quoted in Rashi. Of course, the Gemara came first. When it comes to the, an ola, a burnt offering of a behema, it says it should be a fire, it should be pleasant before God. It says the same thing. When it comes to those who are not as wealthy, not as affluent, they're not capable of being able to go ahead and bring the larger animals, the cattle. If you bring a bird, so too the Torah says. That's also accepted in front of Hashem. And not only that, if you're an indigent person, if you're a person who is unfortunately impoverished, you can't bring an animal and you can't even bring a bird. You are unfortunately have to be satisfied by bringing just a flower offering, a mincha, guess what says the Torah? That too is something that is considered praiseworthy, something that is received properly in the eyes of Hashem. Why? Why does the Torah within each one of these categories of karbanos use the exact same lasho? To teach us, whether you're a person who has affluence or unfortunately do not have the affluence, as long as if everything you are doing is with the understanding, is predicated upon an approach, a mindset, that you are being that's all HaKadosh Baruch Hu cares about. So whether you're the more affluent individual and you're bringing that fancy bull, or you can only bring a turtle dove, 
or you can't even bring a live animal, you unfortunately have to be satisfied with flour. But if it's based off of, if you're within a, a, an experience, if you have the mindset and approach to do what you're doing, l'shem shamayim, they're all going to be accepted the same. And for that reason, that's why everything is with ishe'rech nichoach l'ashem. Hatom l'amedes lanu. Bazet de'ikra avodas Hashem, the primary, the fundamental, the core value of avodas Hashem. Who? She'ichavin libo l'shamayim. That you are mechavin, that you focus, that your mindset, that your approach is... To do everything, all Hakadosh Baruch Hu wants is our hearts. He wants our intentions. He wants us to focus everything that we do towards Him. The Gemara later on says, the Pasuk says that a soul should bring the korban mincha. So he asks, why, when it comes to the mincha, there it uses the word nefesh, a soul, when it does not use it when it comes to a behemoth, an animal, or an oaf, a bird. And he says, Misha Darkal, he's not a mincha ani, because a person who generally is volunteering that ola is a mincha, that mincha for a flower offering is an indigent, impoverished person. Amra Kodesh Baruchu, Ma'aliani Alav, Kilu Hikriv Nafsho Lifanai. You want to know why a Kodesh Baruchu uses the word nefesh? Because HaKadosh Baruch Hu, not only by having similar language within each one of these types of karbanos, he wanted to accentuate, he wanted to stress that he's going to use the word nefesh, dafka only, in the context of the mincha. Because in the eyes of Hashem, he views that mincha offering as if the oni, as if that person is giving of his own nefesh. He's giving of his own soul. Because for the oni, this is all he has. This is all he could possibly give. And by virtue of the fact that that's what he's giving to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, he, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, views that as the highest of the high. In other words, a person who can be affluent, a person who can give the nicest, the best quality, behemah, but isn't doing it L'Shem Shemaim, isn't going to hold a candle to the poor person who's bringing a mincha offering L'Shem Shemaim. All he wants is us to focus our attention, focus our heart, that everything that we do should be l'shem shamayim. Skip one paragraph and you'll notice something unbelievable. You'll be able to say this at your Seder. Shver, uh, I'll let you say it at the Seder instead of me. Okay? I'll pretend like I never heard it before. But listen to what he says over here. We say in the Haggadah, HaKadosh Baruch Hu says, I took you out of Mitzrayim, not an angel, not another celestial being, I took you out. Why is that so important? Why is that so important? Shalachot Sarech Bir. Madua Be'emet Sotziyam HaKadosh Baruch Hu Ba'atzmo, V'lo Hadahiyah Dai Lazeh B'malach Misarath. What HaKadosh Baruch Hu? HaKadosh Baruch Hu is not an ego person. HaKadosh Baruch Hu is not somebody who cares what other people think about him, so to speak. Why was it so important that that needed to be included in the Haggadah? Why is that mentioned as something that Baruch wanted you to know? By the way, when Klal Yisrael departed, when they were liberated from Egypt, don't think for a second it was one of my helpers. No, 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 no. It was me in B'chvodo Ba'ata. Why is that so important to Hashem? So he says, to be fair, the Pashtus, Hatam Yishum Chaviva Sisera Sheherolam HaKadosh Baruch Hu Shehotziam B'chvodo Ba'atmo. So the Pashtus, the simple explanation, of course, is HaKadosh Baruch Hu is using this as a way to express 
his love for the Jewish people, that he wasn't delegating this job for somebody else, but that he wanted Klali Soul to realize how much he loves the Jewish people, that no, I'm not going to use one of my helpers, I'm not going to delegate this responsibility, I'm going to do it myself. And that's a very reasonable pshat. But listen to what the Salonim Rebbe says, which ties in beautifully to what we're talking about, and how HaKadosh Baruch Hu sees us, and how we should see ourselves as it relates to Avodah Hashem. Listen to what he says. To evaluate and assess each one of us when we were in Mitzrayim, he would look at every one of us through the prism, through the lens of Midas Hadim, through judgment and not compassion, Midas Harachamim. Were HaKadosh Baruch Hu to view us in that, uh, through that lens, so then we are of the Avodah Zara, Mem Shari Tuma, the Arab Mitzrayim Egypt was consumed with Avodah Zarah, with idol worship. And let's be honest, many of our brethren were involved with it as well. Listen to what the Nesiva Shalom says. Vilachain, and therefore, since that's the case, since Kalal Yisrael was in the depths of Tumah, consumed and knee-deep in idol worship, the Malachim could not have taken the Jewish people out of Mitzrayim. Why? Because a Malach can only see what we are on the outside. So if a Malach was the one who was delegated, who was appointed, who was designated to liberate the Jewish people, what would the Malach do? He'd take a survey of what's going on down there. He'd come right back to Hashem and say, what are you kidding me? These are the people you want to liberate? What's the chus, what merit could they possibly have that would justify my ability to liberate them? However, the Jewish people were of the Avodah However, but when it comes to Hakadosh Baruch Hu Himself, Hakadosh Baruch Hu can see right through us. Hakadosh Baruch Hu can see past the externals. HaKadosh Baruch Hu can get past our transgressions and our iniquities. HaKadosh Baruch Hu can see that we're being L'Shem Shemayim, that we want to do the right thing. But unfortunately, as human beings, we fall prey to the Sahara, And sometimes that Yitzhah overpowers us. Now, that doesn't mean he's going to exonerate us. It doesn't mean that we're not going to have to suffer the consequences of the decisions that we make. But he doesn't just look at us in terms of our externals. He tries to see who we really are. The Medrash in Shir Hashim says that Klaisel said to Moshe, how are we going to possibly be able to be redeemed? What's going to be the zechus? How could we justify? What kind of argument can we advocate on ourselves? When HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants to liberate you, he's not going to see what you're doing on the outside. He's simply going to liberate you. The only reason that they were in Gaza was because of idol worship. All he sees is the Nisham, and the Nisham is not blemished, it's pure. It's Selam Elokim. Therefore, he was able to liberate them. Now you see from not only the, the, the Haggadah, which now, Shver, you have what to say over at the Seder, you can give Nachas to your wife and to your children and grandchildren. Loya de Malach. 
specifically had to liberate the Jewish people because he wanted us to realize it's not that he loves us so much alone. It's that he's, get, he's able to get past the mistakes we have made. Rachmana libaba. If we have it inside us, if we have the cheshek, if we have the desire, if we have the want, if we want to, if we want to be able to demonstrate, if we're able to demonstrate that in any capacity, the angel wouldn't have been able to see that. Only Hakadosh Baruch himself can see that, and that's pshat in why whether you bring a behema, an animal, you bring a, 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 a poultry, a bird, or you even bring a mincha, understand they're all they're all pleasurable in the eyes of Hashem. Only when it comes to the mincha offering, the one that's the least that you'd consider on the hierarchy of that which is most valuable, it's only then that we mention the words nefesh. Because in the eyes of Hashem, if that's what the Oni can only do, then in the eyes of Hashem, it's as if he's giving himself up. We have to realize that, of course, our actions count. I don't want everybody getting off the sheer saying, all we have to do is feel good on the inside. That's not what the Salaam Rebbe is saying. Of course, how we manifest in a physical, how our behaviors are demonstrated are certainly a core part of what we do. You can't just be a good person on the inside and do whatever you want on the outside. That's not what he's saying. But at the same time, we oftentimes get caught up with, well, if I've made mistakes, I'm done for in. HaKadosh Baruch has no interest in me. And what the Torah here in Parshas Vayikra and what the Haggadah is telling us when it comes is it's not only what we do on the outside that counts. It's what we're going through on the inside. And sometimes we go through Nisyonos and sometimes we're going through struggles spiritually and we're navigating these difficult situations. But if we're constantly plugging away, if we're constantly looking to the end game, if we're looking for that light at the end of the tunnel, we know what our end game wants to be. Rachmana liba boy. As long as we're kind of get where we're keeping our eye on the game, as long as we're staying in the game, and as long as we're focused on wanting to get to that finish line where we are Ovde Hashem, where we are Yore Hashem, when we are Oev Hashem, so then Akadosh Baruch Hu can look past so much more. And in fact, says the Slan of Rebbe, which I'm adding to what he's saying, but I think it's Emes Lamito, if HaKadosh Baruch Hu was able to get past all the things the Jewish people were doing in Mitzrayim, the worst of the worst, then I think we are pretty confident, we should be certain to know that whatever it is we're involved in, which isn't always the best, HaKadosh Baruch Hu can get past some of those things if Rachmana Bay Liba, if we're able to go ahead and be able to demonstrate our desire, our cheshek, our want, to be able to do things L'Shem Shemayim, to be mechavim, to focus ourselves L'Shem Shemayim, and Amir Hashem, if that is the guide, if that is the compass for all of our actions, then at the end of the day, so much of what we are going to do is going to fall right into place. And not only won't we be distanced from our Karish Baruch Hu, but with that mindset, we are sure to strengthen that relationship and yield extremely positive results. Thank you so much for listening and have a wonderful day.